Hi, this is Hall of Fame DJ Raymar, and you are listening to the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. Hi, everybody. It's Mike Fernino, and this is the DJ Idea Sharing Podcast Network. Melancholy for certain today. I don't need to tell anyone that 2020 has been a very difficult year for all of us, especially in our profession. I try to keep this podcast upbeat and motivational along with educational. I know today's episode will achieve that mark, but it's also with great sadness I offer this very special tribute to a dear friend. Back in 1995, I went down to Atlantic City for the DJ Times Expo. And at that show, I took the time to head up to the hospitality suite of the American Disc Jockey Association as I wanted to find out more. I was greeted by a very warm, friendly, and genuine individual, and his name was Raymond Martinez, otherwise known as Raymar. Ray told me all about the organization with such enthusiasm. There was no doubt in my mind I was going to join the ADGA because Ray was such a fantastic ambassador. And I knew this was the type of organization I wanted to be a part of. As years went on, I got to know Ray better. And for anyone who knows Ray, you know that he wasn't just a friend. He became family. There was one year Ray even came all the way out to my home in Connecticut from his place in Arizona just to speak at a gathering I put on of my DJ colleagues. That was the kind of man he was. Ray was also a very deeply religious man, and his beliefs powered everything he did in life. He had great ethics, and he passed that on to his business, his customers, and of course his friends. It is with profound sadness and great difficulty that I announce the passing of Raymond Martinez, who died tragically at the beginning of August 2020 from COVID-19-related complications. A life so bright, it is a true tragedy to have that light extinguished way, way too soon. So today I wanted to honor my friend. So we're going back to my archive and digging up an interview that I did with Ray in 2006 from Mobile Beat Las Vegas. Ray was his usual uplifting and inspirational self with such an amazing mindset. I wanted to share this with everyone because I think it really typifies the man that so many of us came to love and respect. Ray, thank you for being my friend, a mentor, a brother. Here's my tribute to the late, great Raymar. Raymar, you have great ethics. And uh, what I'd like to have you answer is the first question that I'm going to ask today. The ethicality that you conduct your business and your life, it's tremendous. Can you tell us a little bit about these principles that... Uh, that you uh, hold so dear to you. Mike, first of all, let me say thank you for allowing me the privilege, uh, you and Steve, for, for being here. This is It's a thrill for me just to be part of this. You guys, yes, I do consider you my friends. Um, um, as the executive director of Crossmix, which is a Christian DJ association, or, or as we call it, the flock that rocks, um, we 
we firmly believe in the principles of, of God first, family second, your business third, and then everything else will just fall right into place. Um, it's just a natural law that, you know, if you do that, you don't have to worry about anything. You know, um, I see a lot of, I've, I've been doing these shows for a lot of years, and, and I see, I remember one year at a show that a kid was just like caught up in the lights and, you know, everything here in Vegas. And, you know, and I shared this in my first book that, you know, when you have friends, we build up, you know, over the years I've gotten to know you guys. We met back in Atlantic City and and um, it's all about building relationships. And when you build those relationships, that's what's going to carry everything going. And that's what helps your business out. And that's part of ethics, you know, treating people right. Um, I have seen over the years a lot of uh, backbiting here, a lot of gossip. Um, as you guys know, I'm not a very big fan of these chat boards, and I make, you know, I make no bones about it. It, it. it may not be popular. It may not be politically correct. But um, I just think that, in my humbled opinion, I, I really believe that um, these chat boards, and not to single anybody out, that the chat boards, I think, when they first came into play, I think they were designed to help everybody to get to know each other about business and mm-hmm. and and if you needed help on on a song or 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 how to what what to do for a wedding you know an introduction or what have you if you were lacking ideas that's what i really believe that the chat board should be for but it's gotten way off the mark, and what's happened is that these guys are. It's become into a gossip column. Oh, it sure has. And 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 it's tearing our industry apart. And as a matter of fact, that was the one of the topics that I gave it at our Crossmix uh, uh, seminar this morning about doing business with character and integrity. And one of those things is just working hard, but treating people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, and and if you treat people with respect. You know, and and if we learn, just like a marriage, if we learn to to serve other people instead of trying to serve yourself, and just give willingly, man, there's there's no telling how far our industry will grow. But we've got a long way to go right now. Oh, absolutely. Now, would you agree that with a lot of these chat boards? The content is more negative than it is positive? Without question. Without question. And that's why I don't visit those chat boards. I'll go and visit and, you know, take a look and see what's happening here and there. And even on the Christian chat boards, you know, I've seen so much negativity. You know, I mean, we've been ripped many times on Crossmix, just about Crossmix. Well, what's Crossmix doing? And, you know, and, and so on. But, you know what? I just don't pay any attention to it, you know. And and, and, and the thing is this, is that I've always believed, and, and this is just something that's really close to my heart, if you don't ever want to be found out about something, don't ever put it in writing. Mm. Don't ever put it in writing because it's going to come back and bite you later on and somebody will say well i never said that i never said that well guess what these are now public chat boards Mm -hmm. so if anybody ever signs something on the end of their their i don't i don't know the difference between a thread and a blog or this or that but if 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 somebody signs something and says um well this is copyrighted or this or that and you can't use it for well you know what that throws that argument out the window because you've now become part of this public forum Mm -hmm. and and you know there's a lot of animosity that djs have with each other because somebody said something about them or they heard rumor about them blah 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 and and you know what that needs to be, I mean, just go the opposite way. Run from that, man. Absolutely. Just run from that. It's, it's hurting our industry. It's killing us. Now, as far as our industry and ethics, I remember, and th- this is something that I've uh, 
taken with me for many years. It was a very profound moment. When I first met you back, I think, in 1996 in Atlantic City, I remember a particular conversation. I talk about ethics. This really struck me. Uh, You were doing a wedding, and you had told me that at the very end of the wedding, you were on the last song, there was some type of a malfunction caused by CB radio that happened with a truck yes. driver. Mm-hmm. It blew out your whole system right in the middle of the bride and groom's last dance. Yep. And you gave them 100% of their money back. Yep. That really that really told me something about you as an individual. Well, it you know, it, it's funny that um, I actually took the offer one step further, and I told them that, on their one-year anniversary, if they wanted to have another event, I would also do it for free. Oh, wow! And and you know that's not something that I to to get more business or anything. It was just something that I felt was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. even though it was completely beyond my control. And you know, my good friend Randy Bartlett, you know, talks about the one percent solution. If you do just something one percent better oh, yeah. than the average Joe out there. That's what's going to, you know, make you much more successful. It's not in my contract that says that I have to um, pour champagne. It's not in my contract that says I have to take photos of the bride because the photographer's long gone and I happen to carry my little digital camera with me. I do that because I want to do that. Mm-hmm. You see, it's just that one percent extra. Randy Bartlett, when he shared that, you know, his seminars on that one percent, that can make the major difference of making and getting more business. It's a great concept. Absolutely, and it's so true. That, that when the uh, James who spoke, he was our keynote speaker right, here James in Malachi, Vegas, yes. he asked everyone to raise their hands as high as they would go. And then he turned and he said, no, uh, higher. And everyone went that one inch higher. And he said, well, why did you do, do that the first time? Isn't yeah. that amazing? And it, it's not a great, great analogy. Great analogy. It's not our problem that... We don't always give our best in the very first time. So well, I shared, I, you know, I shared a story this morning about um, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Mm-hmm. And the story that I shared using that analogy or that quote was that um, I remember doing a wedding about a year and a half ago in Huntington Beach, California, for a young couple. They were about 22 years of age, and the young man was a... Uh, uh, part of the United States uh, Marine Corps, and he just finished serving in Iraq. And they had the room set up for 120 people, and the um, banquet manager came over to me, and she said she couldn't believe it. And I said, what? And she said, 40 people decided not to show up. So there were four empty tables of 10 there. And the morale was down. And I started thinking about it. Well, what can I do to help make this event more special? Well, ironically enough, after we did the the whole thing and dinner was served, and um, believe it or not, probably another half of the room left after dinner. And then even the members of the wedding party left after dinner. We had, by 8 o'clock, there was 15 people left in the room. And this event was supposed to go on till 1130. Mm-hmm. Now, typically, most DJs would be looking at their watch and saying, well, there's only 15 people in here. Let's just go home, you know, or let's call it a night. And I, I got caught up in that moment, you know. And what happened was that I was just about ready to walk over to the mother of the bride and say, 
you know, do you want to wrap it up in 10 or 15 minutes? Because I was doing it for selfish reasons because the next day happened to be Mother's Day and I wanted to fly home to be with my wife on Mother's Day, catch the first flight out, and then, you know, I could buy her flowers that I hadn't had an opportunity to buy. But those were the selfish reasons. What happened was this, is that as soon as I took the step to go walking to, to see the mom and ask her if she wanted to end the event, I, all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye saw the groom dressed in his military blues of the United States Marine Corps, proudly wearing that uniform. And I said, you know what? This man, young man, 22 years old, was dodging bullets, grenades, I mean bombs, sleeping in the, on the ground, with a backpack and, and 150 degrees, you know, out there. And he sacrificed for me, you know. And who am I just because I want to be home with my wife on Mother's Day because I want that convenience? Who am I to go home or ask to go home? I'm sure he wanted to go home when those bullets and bombs were flying over his head. And you know what happened? All of a sudden, I took the step back. And I pretended that if, if there was 150 or 1,500 people in the room. And I gave that group of 15 people the best show that I could. And you know what? The greatest thing for me was, again, how I finished the event. Not how I started, but how I finished. And I've got this great photo hanging in my office. I was able to get the bride and groom and... F- whoever was there um and then there was like four other members of the military in their dress uniforms sticking our hands out as a group and i will never ever uh forget that moment because they were so happy that i gave that all you see and like i said it's not you know what you start it's how you finish and if you take that extra one percent and give back Oh, that'll mean more to anybody mm-hmm. that that you can ever have. That's a wonderful story, and that that really sums up who you are and what you're about. Thank you, thank you. You have inspired so many people. What inspires you? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I just think that it, it's it's a gift that God gave me just to serve others. I love serving people. Um, I, you know, it, it was very humbling last year um, when I was inducted into the DJ Hall of Fame. And I'm thinking to myself, why are these people honoring me when this is something that just God called me to do? Uh, I, I couldn't understand. And to this day, I still have a hard time with that. Because you do it well and that's and you have the respect of your peers, that's probably the answer. But Well, you know, that's part of the answer. But the thing is that I couldn't understand it. And I, I, I saw a couple of my friends that... Um, and one of them was Dennis Hampson from Canada, the Canadian Disc Jockey Association. And Dennis has been a longtime friend of mine, and, and, and we were having a conversation. And I said, Dennis, I just don't understand why this is happening. And he simply said to me, Raymar, it's just the industry's way of saying thank you. And, you know, it, it just drives me to just help other people. You know, this business has afforded me 33 years in this business to earn a living. And out of those 33 years, 25 of those have been full time. I left my job with the Miller Brewing Company years ago as a sales rep and when I had benefits and everything. And now if it's afforded me the luxury to to buy three homes out in Phoenix, Arizona, um, and, and it wasn't done just by my hard work. I, I, I thank the good Lord above. He's given me the talent. But what drives me is that um, I'm giving back because this industry has been so good to me. 
I think that where the guys are missing the mark is that they don't respect the industry. They think they're above the industry. And I tell these young kids who are first coming into this business, don't ever believe your own press clippings. Remain humble. If somebody compliments you, take it for what it's worth. After that, move forward. Mm-hmm. Just, But don't get all big-headed and say, oh, my God, I'm the best thing that's since ice cream. Because if you are the best thing since ice cream, then why, why aren't you charging Ben & Jerry's prices? You know, And, and uh, just stay humble. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me is just being humble and, and helping out other people. Yeah, I, I love that. I strive on that. More than performing. Now, with your experience and the years uh, that you've been doing this, where – do you see the industry going with all of the new people that are coming into the industry, technology, the chat boards, everything? Where do you see it going and what needs to be done to focus the industry so the ethicality of the industry is on the same level you know, that, you're, that obviously you're exercising all the time? That's also a great question. It's a loaded question, but the thing is this, is that it, it starts with one person at a time. It, it's not going to be done overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been fighting this battle for 15 years coming to these trade shows, and um, it's just amazing that, that we need more leaders. And I think that if if we go like you guys uh, and continue on and and do it without a motive, if you go with a pure heart to ready to help somebody without looking to get something in return and start spreading that message around, this thing is going to grow. It's going to grow and grow and grow. But you, it's just like a flower. You got to put a little water and wait for it to bloom. But it's got to be with with no agendas, mm-hmm. no agendas whatsoever. Ray, please give our listeners uh, your contact information for Crossmix. I'm sure they'd like to find out more about it. Crossmix is uh, crossmix.com. As the executive director, they can contact me at, uh, at crossmix.com or my email address is djraymar at aol.com. And uh, I'm happy to help out anybody I can. I just love doing that. So any way I can serve, I'd love to do it. I can attest to this. This man is a great servant, not just of God, but also the DJ community. Anytime you want Raymar, he's there for you. I'm going to ask one final question that has absolutely nothing to do with ethics whatsoever. Okay. (laughs) I get out here to Vegas, and I open the program. I'm flipping through, and lo and behold, I see this really nifty ad, full-page color, by the way, of you with your new QSC endorsement. Yes. See, a lot of people have approached me. People have been so kind since that. I didn't even know this ad was in the program, to be honest with you. Um, What happened was that um, I knew the ad was taking place, but it was going to be in the new Bobo Beat magazine uh, whenever that issue is coming out. So I was prepared for that. And when I came here, somebody said, nice photo ad. And I'm going, what are you talking about? And they said in the program, and two or three people at the same time, and and I said, oh, my God, what is it doing in the program here? And um, what happened was that um, they think that I'm a paid uh, endorser. I am not getting paid a single dime from QSC. Um, it actually has built... Of relationship, I am a satisfied customer of QSC. I've been using their amplifiers for over 20 years. And when one of my amps finally broke down, I took it to them. I needed help. And they 
the service was incredible. Their technical service department, um, the customer service department was phenomenal. So what happened, that started the relationship. And I just, as a thank you, I wrote them a thank you letter. And they were so impressed with the thank you letter. Next thing you know, they saw me at the NAMM show or at the DJ show. And, hey, you know, we'd like to take you out to lunch. And it, this is what I was talking about earlier about establishing relationships, building relationships with people, with your fellow DJs, with with manufacturers. But again, don't do it with a motive. Just do it with a pure heart. And one thing led to another. And then after the Hall of Fame induction last year, we were just talking over dinner. And uh, they said, hey, we think this would be working out. It was a mutual thing. And said, uh, we'll do something with the, your Hall of Fame trophy. And then, uh, you know, hey, how about do, doing an ad? And, and, and yeah, it's not going to get you in the Hall of Fame. But I'll tell you what, those speakers are phenomenal. They, they kick some butt. They're, they're the best powered speakers that I've ever heard in my life. And I've always been using it. I, I was afraid of powered speakers. I'm afraid of technology. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everybody out in your audience, I am afraid of technology. Yes, I think that Steve is going to have to burn you a copy of this podcast listen to it on CD. I am so afraid of technology. I'm, I'm old school, but but I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm like a lot of these young kids coming into the market. There's certain things that I'm just trying to get across that line and, and learn a little bit, and technology is one of them. But uh, but when I, I made the, the, the transition from using actual amplifiers into these into the powered speakers, oh, my God, I'm in seventh heaven now. Now the next thing is to get me into digital DJing. Right. That, that's that's going to well, take some doing. You do everything from the heart. Tell us very quickly about your books. Uh, thank you for asking. That the first book uh, we wrote three years ago, uh, "Performance from My Heart," or excuse me, "Performance Beyond Expectation." That one uh, was written right after the death of my granddaughter. Um, she just inspired me to write. When she was on her deathbed, um, she looked at me right in the eye and communicated to me, and then I thought. Oh, my God, if this child who couldn't even speak a word out of her mouth but can communicate to my eyes, and that was such a powerful message to me. And I thought, why can't colleagues communicate with each other? If you just look at each other in the eye and be real, don't put up a facade, just communicate. And that my granddaughter, she would be four right now. Um, she was the inspiration for that book. It took me three months to write that book, and I shared that to help. DJs to communicate with each other. Um, the new book, is, which is out now, um, it's called uh, Music from My Heart, Orchestrating Your Business and Your Life. And it's not just for DJs. It's for it's a universal book for anybody. It's a motivational and inspirational book where um, there's one cha- I, I use song titles. For example, uh, Garth Brooks's um, I've Got Friends in Low Places is the music title, but then I give a heart subject, and the heart subject would be, who's your circle of influence? And then another one is like streams more than words. But then the, the heart subject is the words that would lift you up and encourage you to be a, a better person of character and integrity. So I literally searched the entire Webster's Dictionary and put words that were uplifting and encouraging to help people get out of the doldrums of, I can't do this anymore, or, or I, I'm, they feel sorry for themselves and having this pity party. Your brain is the most powerful tool that you have in your body, and you can do whatever you want with it. But intertwined with that you got to have a little faith and uh, somebody just recently shared a story with me about how and i don't know if it's true or not but it was just a a story that a, a mountain climber was climbing and he lost his balance and the rope just came down and he tumbled and he was hanging by the rope and thought he was going to die and he started to pray and ask god god please save me and god said cut the rope and the guy wouldn't do it 
and he just hung on and hung on. But because of the cold weather, what happened was he died in that cold weather. Had he listened and had that faith, turns out that if he had that faith and, and let go, let go of the rope as God told him to, when the, the, the rescuers found him, he was literally only three feet from the ground, three feet from the ground. So you have the, the, the story is you just got to have a little faith, believe, and, and it, it's going to work out. You know, if you believe in your heart that something is the right thing to do, then go with your heart, you know, and, and, uh, all these words of encouragement, I want people to know that you can do anything. You can be a leader. Don't just be a follower. If, and so what happens is if you spell out your name, you know, like I put Raymar and I put the R is to, uh, for example, to um, respect others. The A is to assert yourself, to work harder. You know, the Y is to yearn to be a better person in this world for other people, you know. Uh, the M would be to, like, maximize your talents. Don't just give it a partial, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. So little by little, it, it, these words are in there, so you can go ahead and, and um, find a word that's going to define your character, and then that'll help shape your integrity. And that could basically be your own private mission statement, for your business and that's that's where the book is out so um and they can contact me uh, they can go to my website at, at uh, dot com, or they can contact me uh, personally at again djraymar at aol.com and, and happy to help out and awesome. and if somebody can't afford the book or whatever i would be more than i'll even send them a free copy honest to god and that's why you are a man of character Thank raymar God bless you. I'm proud to call you friend. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. It's a privilege for me. God bless you guys. 